0: goes it everybody welcome to the life in paradise podcast i'm your host brandon harper i'm just a regular dude with a regular job and lots of opinions so i come here about once every week or two or three to get them off my chest or my shoulders or my back or anywhere else i carry all my opinions a lot of it sounds like rants a lot of it sounds like it's complaining and it partly is Today is Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. I'm set up in what used to be a garage. Now it's lined with old barn wood or maybe they're fence pickets. I don't know. But the guy I bought this place from called it the man cave. I like to call it the uh, the musky area. When I started this podcast, I had a sailboat business down in San Juan del Sur, Nicaragua. and I still do, but I live now in Corpus Christi, Texas, and I own and partly operate and partly manage and partly babysit, partly run the circus sideshow at New Aces Brewing Company. I have an old dog named Bentley that you hear barking in the background. There's nothing I can do because she's outside and I'm inside and she's deaf. I just pushed mute and screamed at the top of my lungs and I think she actually heard me. So maybe she's not as deaf as what I once thought. If there's one thing you'll learn about me, it's that I don't do pre recorded intros. I've got some good stuff to talk about today, but I'm not going to be that guy who sits there in the intro and tells you what he's going to talk about. Either you're going to listen or you're not going to listen. So sit back, relax, and hand the Kickstarter over to me for about the next 30 or 45 minutes. guys it's official it is official i've got a confession to make i was wrong about something and i'm here to admit it when i'm wrong i like to boast about being right i'm gonna have to talk about when i'm wrong as well so i know lots of you guys thought about me whenever the cdc came out and said hey guess what masks are no longer required you probably thought oh thank gosh now Brandon will shut up and stop talking about the masks. Well, we're almost there, guys. We are almost there. Just, just hang in there. Just keep hanging in there. Uh, but yeah, no, the CDC came out and they said, hey, you no longer have to wear masks. And everyone who didn't want to wear masks was already not wearing masks. And everyone who's confused or doesn't really understand or doesn't question things, they're still wearing masks. And then you have another group of people who was very <laughs> who was very upset and angry because we're doing away with the mask. It's not even a mandate anymore, it's mask, um, I don't know, advocate their their a, recomm- a recommendation. Yeah. So they're doing away with a recommendation. If if everyone within a hundred foot radius of you has been vaccinated twice and then waited two weeks, and then now you guys have done the secret handshake, then yes, we we're, we're saying it's okay to go without masks oh, thank you. Oh, great gods of the CDC. Oh, we bowed down before and and we thank you. Thank you so much. Oh no, that wasn't the reaction. (laughs) The reaction was people were mad. People were mad that they quit recommending it because they weren't prepared. And you know what, where I was wrong was when I said, I said this, I remember I said, they're never going to come out and tell us that we don't have to wear the masks. And by golly, they did. And I was wrong. And I'll accept that. As long as I can laugh at the people who were so outraged (laughs) at the recommendation being lifted. Remember, guys, we didn't vote for the CDC. We have no reason to let them make the rules that our country lives by. That's just my opinion. But one thing I wanted to touch on was how the mask became such an emotional part of our lives and and you can say all you want to about the anti-maskers getting mad and pissed off. Well, sure. Yep, that's one side of the spectrum. But now let's go to the other side of the spectrum where people were becoming judgmental, they were becoming they were stereotyping. They were associating masks with behaviors which, you know what? I don't care. I'm fine with all this. Just be consistent. And more importantly, don't preach that you don't do that right so i've talked about this before a few times the the liberal party the left leaning party they used to be for freedom and and the the liberal views of open mindedness and allowing people to do what suits them best and do what's best for yourself man just like just be free and just you know have the freedom to do what you want to do and and not have the authority of the government telling you what to do It's so funny to me how that mindset has switched over to this is what the CDC says we have to do. This is what Fauci says we have to do. We have to follow the rules. This is a health crisis. What happened to the old way of like, well, you do what makes you feel best, do what's best for you, do whatever works for you and your family. So, because people felt so passionately about that, they allow the, they allow, themselves to become judgmental and stereotypical or stereotyping about people who don't feel the same way and i have great proof of that i guess there's a reporter on msnbc or or something named uh, rachel maddow and so i'm going to play you this clip it's about a minute and a half long you may have already heard it but i want you to listen to it and then i'm going to give some commentary afterwards
1: an amazing thing. I mean, I will just tell you at a personal level, I'm sorry for speaking of all that in such personal terms with with Dr. Walensky, but when I was talking to people today about this new guidance and what to ask her, everybody had very personal feelings about it, and I realized I did too in all these questions. It is that I feel like I'm going to have to rewire myself so that when I see somebody out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think you are a threat (laughs) or you are selfish or you are a COVID denier and you definitely haven't been vaccinated.
0: Do you get that? You pick up on that? I mean, because someone isn't wearing a mask, she's openly admitting that she's judging them for being selfish or a COVID denier or irresponsible just because they don't have a mask on. I mean, if that's not like categorizing, judging, putting into boxes, I I don't know what is. And that's what really, really gets me is that the left has become more judgmental than ever before. And and in the meantime, you have the people who don't want the mask requirement. They're not judging anyone. They're just saying, hey, you do what you want to do and let me do what I want to do. But don't put your rules on me. And so it's just odd to me that the, the party has done such a shift. I'm going to play the rest of this clip. I don't exactly remember what's about, but I'm going to play it.
1: I mean, we're going to have to rewire the way that we look at each other. Rewire. Because the CDC's guidance, which she just told me, we are sure, is that if you're vaccinated, you don't you need sure? to wear a mask. Except are
0: you sure we really don't have to? Circumstances. Yes, so you're means, vaccinated. As
1: we change that as a country, we are going to look at each other differently and have to unwire our preconceptions about what a mask or a lack of a mask means. President Biden spoke to that a little bit today, asking for people to... President Biden, actually, and Dr. Fauci both spoke to that today, asking for people to essentially... Be patient, be compassionate, be compassionate. Give people respect for whatever they decide on this Oh, front, now
0: we're going to give them respect for what they
1: these, decide. with this changing guidance yeah, we're going we yeah. we right. to have changing norms yep. and we got to give each other space. space. have feelings about um, that. feelings. As we go through what's going to be a big change, that's going to create a lot of
0: visceral a lot, yeah, a lot of problems, um, yeah. A lot of
1: visceral reaction. A lot of visceral a lot reaction. Of just in our day-to-day lives.
0: Give me a break. Give me a break. This is a public figure. Someone pays this person to speak for their opinion? And she's sitting here telling you how judgmental she is. I mean, could you imagine? Just picture this: picture someone saying, "You know, it turns out that that all black people are really not thugs, and I, I'm going to have to rewire my brain." And now, this is not me thinking; this is a hypothetical. Okay, so don't get your panties in a wine. But imagine that: imagine someone saying, "You know, those those Hispanic guys—they're really—they're they're not all rapists and murderers." And you know, now now that someone tells us they're not rapists and murderers, I'm, I'm going to have to change my brain on the inside because all this time I thought they were rapists and murderers because that's what somebody in the government was telling me. And it comes to find out they're not. So you know what I'm going to have to do? And it's going to take some time. I'm going to have to retrain myself so that when I see those little brown people, I don't automatically say, you're a rapist, you're a murderer. And that's what I'm going to have to do. And you need to give me space to do that, okay? You need to respect my space and my time to get over that because I'm not going to get over it right away. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It could be visceral. Man, we shouldn't accept this behavior. Like, no matter how you feel about the mask, about Rachel Maddow, about MSNBC, about Trump, like, we should be all over this. And until people start calling out idiots like this, we're just going to go around in circles. We're just going to bitch about it on our podcasts. We're going to make fun of them on the TV, but nothing will ever change. I suspect that she probably regrets saying those things because she probably feels like she looks like a hypocrite. And she should, and she does, and she is. We We shouldn't accept that. That person should not be getting paid. They're a news reporter. A news reporter. You are supposed to report the news. And I get it. We've all figured out that opinions are more profitable. But stop pretending. Stop pretending like you're for equality and justice and equity and equal treatment. When you're openly admitting you're going to have to rewire your brain to not judge someone, you should be ashamed of yourself.
2: No one should have to choose between a job and a paycheck. Wait, wait,
0: wait, do what?
2: No one should
0: have to choose between a job and a paycheck. Uh, okay, look, you have to choose. All right. Listen to me. This is a tough choice. You either get a job or you get a paycheck. No, no, that's not fair. I shouldn't have to choose. No, no. Just listen to me. Just listen. Don't get so mad. Just listen to me. You have to choose. You either get a job or a paycheck. Which one is it? I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose. Listen, I know you shouldn't have to choose, but you have to choose. Job or paycheck. So you can go to work and not get paid, or you can get a paycheck. Which one is it? I don't think it's fair. I don't want to choose. Listen, idiot, just choose the paycheck. Just choose the paycheck, you dummy.
2: No one should have to choose between a job and a paycheck.
0: How do we elect this man as president? How did this person get 81 million votes? Sorry, I'm feeling kind of ranty. Every week that goes by, and I see that little black-eyed son of a gun standing up there at the lectern, uh, trying his hardest to put his words together, I just think to myself, how did we get here? How did we get here? I'll tell you how we got here. We, we we're interested in things like the Kardashians, you know? Monetary policy doesn't matter, macroeconomics, inflation, None of that matters. The DTCC. No, mm -mm, no, we watch Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, yeah, we watch Honey Boo Boo and the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. This next clip is brought to you courtesy of the Michael Berry Show. He's is a guy that I listen to every day on the radio out of Houston, and uh, he aired this clip last week. And Ramon was kind enough to go in after the fact and correct what he said so you'll know
2: what he was trying to say that's why i'm asking people to continue to follow the ccd guidelines cdc guidelines the ppp needed to open our schools and businesses he meant ppe the jopca so that we he meant jcpoa you know lgbtq people can shoot just as straight as anybody else he meant lgbtq the n1h15 as well as he meant h1n1 there's more than one, one you know, coronavirus. This, this, this COVID nine is one strain of that. He meant COVID nineteen. Supply of those N ninety five masks. He got it right. I should be ninety six mask. Oh, son of a. <laughs> to serve as a director of the AFT. He meant ATF. David knows the AFT well. He meant ATF. PPPs, masks, mask gloves, all the sanitation. He meant P P E every cvc and others he named four outlets he meant cvs look the promise of the cures act is that your average worker he meant cares act to make sure we have enough ppp those those protective gear he meant ppe in the cvc parking lots and walgreen parking lots i forget the other one he mentioned again he meant cvs ppp he meant ppe
0: what a joke what a joke. <laughs> I was talking to someone about it the other day. This is a very left-leaning individual, which for some reason they have a very hard time critiquing Biden. Uh, keep in mind that, that me being the right-leaning, rightist, whatever you want to call him, however you want to box me, I made fun of Trump all the time. But for some reason, these people just cannot do it. They have to respect Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, they said, well, I mean, Bush, Bush wasn't the greatest orator. Yeah, I know. But Biden has given us enough material in his 110 days of president that probably passed all of Bush's eight years. So let's just start counting, if you will. I heard someone the other day said, man, I'm kind of starting to feel bad making fun of Biden, like it's... um, like, you, it would not be cool to make fun of someone at an old folks' home. And I was like, you know, that's kind of a good point. They got to admit it, though. They got to admit it. What what, is, what would it take for them to admit, oh, okay, he's not quite right? Or, yeah, you know what? There definitely is some uh, some mental decline taking place there. I mean, the guy is 80-something years old. Is it out of the question? It'd be different if he was 65 and they were like, He's experiencing mental decline. Mm, probably not at 65. A lot less likely. Uh, what is he, like mid-80s? I don't even know, 83, 84? Okay, yeah, that's um, that's definitely within reason. Yeah, I get it. Some guys are sharp as a tack. You get some old World War II fighter pilots that are 96, and they're still sharp. You also get some people that have mental decline at 45. But if you look at the bell curve, the 80s, age bracket is well within the middle of it so don't tell me he's not i don't care who you support you see the lack of honesty the fact that you're not willing to admit that this man has having mental issues because you hate trump so much or because you love the left is why the country will never change as long as we're fighting we can't admit what's real We can't look past who we love or which, which candidate we voted for. We're so proud. We're so, uh, we're so team me that we can't look at this guy and say, dude, he's not qualified of making decisions because his brain is slipping. And I get it. There was people who thought that Trump wasn't qualified of making decisions, but that was, they would have felt that way from the time he was 40 until now, or 30 or 10 or 15 or whatever. Like that's not some, that's not some new phenomenon. That's not something we can say just started or is going to get worse he's always been trump he's always been the same guy biden is slipping and and there's nothing we can do about it you know we just sit here and watch but to pretend like it's not happening i'm telling you right now guys the rest of the world is laughing okay i've got people i've got friends from all over the world they're all laughing they're laughing at trump and they're laughing at biden and how does that make us look what do you think the chinese thinks about us we have a reality show star, and we have a guy that can't even put a sentence together back to back. What does that say about us as a country? I don't know, but they're all laughing at us. I can tell you that. Australia, especially. You you want to see what they're laughing about? You go watch some Australian news clips about Biden. Now, sure, Australia is no threat, but if they're laughing, so is everyone else. Yeah, but he stutters. He stutters. Be nice to him. He stutters. Be nice. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, I'm going to do one more for you. Listen, if you're sick about Biden rants, just in the podcast, because I got one more to do. Uh, and yeah, I'm sorry. It's my podcast, and I can say whatever I want to say. Here's one more. Here's Biden talking to a recent class of Coast Guard graduates, okay? I'm going to set it up. He doesn't actually have a mask on, which is kind of surprising. It's nice to see those big, pearly white, fake teeth that he's got. Uh, Reminds me of a game show host. You know, the teeth that are so perfect that everyone knows they're fake? Yeah, he's got those. So these guys are all sitting out there six feet apart in the sun doing their thing, even though... Okay, I'm not going to talk about COVID. Here's Biden telling them that they're dull because his timing is so off. His jokes are so bad that no one gets them. And it hurts his little feelings. He doesn't like it when people don't laugh at his jokes because on the teleprompter it said... Pa- pa- pause for applause. Well, what do I do when they don't applause
2: I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are quite. You're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Come is on, the sun man. To you? I would. You are quite. You're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man! You are quite. Well, you're a really dull, you're
0: dull class. class. Listen to his tone of voice. You're I mean, dull class.
2: On, Is the sun getting
0: to you? Turn it into a joke, Joey. you have
2: an opportunity when I say Turn it into a joke. clap.
0: Go clap. clap. from here and you Go. Please clap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute disgrace to our leadership and our country. Reminds me of that time that Jeb Bush gave a speech. And his punchline landed on silence, and he just sat there in silence. He goes, please clap. (laughs) And that's what's it. That killed his entire campaign. He was done after that. Had zero support. It was so awkward. So awkward. But, yeah, telling these guys that they're dull because they didn't get his stupid, stupid jokes. Man, I'm sorry. If I was there and he would have said that, I would have stood up and started booing. If I was one of the dads, if I was one of the students, if I was one of the teachers, I would try to boo him off the stage. I was thinking how fabulous that would be if somebody would boo him off the stage before he's done with this rodeo. Okay, I I said no more, but I've got one more. i got one more clip, okay? This is a reporter asking Biden if he'll comment about Israel. And he gets very mad, and then he recovers with, I'm only teasing,
2: well, President Biden and his bad quote-unquote joke to the press after being asked about the ongoing violence in Gaza. Listen to this.
1: Mr. President, can I ask you a quick
2: question on Israel before you drive the no, license? No, you can't. So I'm not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <gonna tease> <laughs> can I ask you a question about Israel? No, you can't unless you get in front of the car when I step on it. When you step on it, Joe? Joe, you hadn't stepped on an accelerator in probably 50 years. You wouldn't know how to shift a car. You wouldn't know how to drive a standard. You would have no clue. Now, listen, I get it. There's people out there that probably that would laugh if Trump said the same thing, and then the, the other side would be mad if Trump said the same thing. I just think it's stupid, and I would be making fun of Trump for saying the same things. When I step on no, you can't ask me about Israel. You know why? Because he doesn't know anything about Israel. He knows nothing. He can't answer any questions. But he knows that he can get himself out of a situation if he tells a reporter to stand in front of the car when he steps on it. Come on, man. That's enough about Biden for the next three or four minutes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, remember last week or the last podcast? I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. or Maybe the week before. I don't know. I told a story about a lady who was messaging our Facebook as she was sitting there in the brewery just complaining, and I went back at her, and I let her have it, and I met her with sarcasm. Come to find out, her friends that were with her, they went up to the people working, the staff, and they apologized on her behalf. And they said, hey, uh, we're sorry. She she does this everywhere we go. Um, but rest assured, everything was great. It's It's really, it's no big deal. And you know what? That goes to show everyone... I was right. I knew it. This lady did not need to be accommodated. She needed to be spanked. And not in a physical sense. I mean, maybe so. I don't know. But that's none of my business. She was met with force and she was met with resistance. And enough of that, enough of doing that will stop her behavior. This is not a complex system. This is, this is not trickery. This is not sorcery. You just meet people with resistance when they're wrong. And you don't let them get away with it and they will stop. It's just like t- if tomorrow if everyone stopped answering robocalls or if they screamed at the top of their lungs at every single person who got on the robocall, eventually robocalls would stop. But they get a little traction, they get they get one scam here and there, they get one person signed up. And so it it keeps going because it works for them. If altogether it stopped working, they would go away. And that's all I gotta say. One more thing, not to forget: Biden called us Neanderthals in Texas. Yeah, don't forget. Six weeks ago, something like that. We don't want on these Neanderthals thinking they can just go over and do whatever. Here we are. Texas has got zero deaths. Hospital rates are virtually non-existent. There's no cases, but we're all Neanderthals because we make our own rules. Another interesting fact I heard the other day was about. Remember like all the, the nurses that were traveling because hospitals just needed nurses. They didn't have enough. We got to have, we got to import nurses. So I did some digging and I figured out what's, what happened is that there would be one hospital that maybe was shorthanded. And so, or or maybe one city that was shorthanded. So it'd be another city who had plenty of nurses. And so they would all flock to the city that was shorthanded. And then they go, oh, we get paid, you know, four times our normal salary. Heck yeah, I'll stay on the road. Okay, so now you take one city that sends their nurses away, the first city. Now they're short. They have a little COVID flare up. Then the, the, whoever organizes the nursing locations or where they go said, oh, well, now we need to bring in nurses over here because we shipped them out. So all it takes is one or two of those shifts, and it turns into a domino effect. And now you've got a a process of whack-a-mole where you're just trying to knock out COVID as it pops up in different places. But instead of returning people back to their home city, we're now moving people all over the country, shuffling people around, because everyone's getting paid extra. It's not costing any hospitals. It's not costing any state, any districts. It's the federal government doling out money for these people to be moved around when really, if they would have just returned to their city, everything would have worked itself out. Now, sure you would have some, you know, some circumstantial cases or you do have to move some people around. But we had here in Corpus Christi, we were down to like three or four uh, new cases per day of which I don't know, zero were probably hospitalized. And we still had a hotel full of nurses because our nurses we're all shipped out. They'd all gone to other places, and that's how we ended up with all these traveling nurses and these heroes and these these superheroes that were once called nurses, but now they wear capes because they just they go all over the country and they just do whatever has to be done. Well, when you dangle the carrot in front of the horse, the horse just keeps on walking. All right, maybe enough politics. <laughs> maybe enough Biden bashing pinata smashing for a show. Okay, I know, I know. For those of you who know me, you know that I have like a a a sense of I don't know, I don't know how to say it without sounding stupid. But like I can hear tunes, I can hear sounds of a song, or like a melody, and and I mean, I'm not sure everyone can do this, but I, I feel like I'm just a little bit better than a lot of people. I don't know why, just something about my little pea brain. And I hear a song and I can I can match if it was sampled or I'll know that it came from a different song, and then you know, I can normally try to figure out what song it came from within a short amount of time, and I'd simply do this with a pretty high accuracy rate. I don't brag about myself on a lot, but here's one thing I'm good at. It sucks I can't monetize it. So I was listening to a song this weekend or during the week, and I thought, man, that sounds just like another song that I know, but I can't peg it. So that's that's what I really enjoy. I enjoy trying to figure out where the where the sample was from, right? You have these songs that they don't necessarily rip off sounds, but they, they're very similar because we only have so many combinations of notes that work. So sometimes they're sampled, meaning they're taken directly from another song, and sometimes it's just coincidental. So the song Genesis Land of Confusion and Loverboy. So I'm going to play them for you in just a second. But we have a, a homeless guy uh, named Anthony that comes almost every morning and mops for us and cleans the bathrooms and we pay him green cash and he goes on about his way. And so we, him and I go back and forth, um, old soul songs. I'll say, Anthony, you know this one? And he'll take the mop like it's a microphone, he'll start singing it. And so we've, we go back and forth trying, to, uh, trying to, to catch someone on a song they don't know, like a famous song. So we were talking about um, Billy Ocean. And so I played the song, Loverboy. And when I heard this part right here, I thought, man, that sounds just like another song. And I was thinking, and I was thinking, and then boom, it hit me. So then I looked up the song, Land of Confusion by Genesis. Here's what it sounded like. Billy Ocean. I want Genesis. Genesis. Billy Ocean. So, I don't know. I like to share those on the podcast whenever I find them. It's not some miraculous trait. I don't claim to be a genius. Well, I kind of do claim to be a genius, but I know that I'm not. It has nothing to do with this. I really think that I would like to know... I kind of would like to know my IQ, or maybe I wouldn't. I might be let down. I'd probably be let down. Okay, I have one minute until I got to hop on my other podcast. No, not my other podcast. Another podcast that I'm on with Harry called Old Dog New Tricks on the Eskimo Bros 69 channel. I know today was mainly me ranting about Biden. I told you I needed to get off my chest. It's too much. I can't handle this guy. So I come here to get it off my chest. I appreciate you listening to the Life in Paradise podcast. Go out there, be brave, speak your mind, stand up to those who disagree with you in a respectful way. Don't take no for an answer. Help people when you can, hold the doors open for people, and don't let nobody tell you when to wear a mask. But most of all, keep it tranquilo.